Hey, what's up everybody? This is Coach Cody and today I'm gonna teach you how to get the most out of your training. So I have a question for you. What do normal people like us who have to work hard to optimize every aspect of their life? I'm talking fitness, nutrition, mindset, and business. What do we need to do to be better and to make the most out of our time to be alive? That, my friends, is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Cody Smith, and this is the Create Yourself Podcast. All right, you guys, and welcome back to the show today. Today, I'm going to share an interesting concept with you guys today called the thinking athlete, and and, and I'll just kind of share with you where it kind of comes from. So I think a lot of times people just kind of come into the gym, right? We we just come in here, we go through the motions. You know, if we go to a group facility, we probably just do the workouts that are on the board. Or if we have a program written for us, we kind of just come in and we go through and we kind of stumble through it. We walk to the, the barbell rack, we pull out the barbell, we put the weights on the barbell, we start lifting. I mean, I literally did this for years. I mean, I can think of probably you know, probably hundreds of programs at this point to where I just kind of went through the motions. I would come in and, you know, you would do your warm up just because coach said so. Didn't really think much of it. You know, would pull out the band, do my stretches, hop on a rower, do my assault biking, whatever it may be. But I would come in and just essentially go through the motions. And I never really connected to my training. And, and you know, I, and from time to time, I would just find myself kind of bored and, and would really find myself struggling to even want to come into the gym because, uh, I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't enjoyable. And I felt like I wasn't getting much out of it. And, and you can, I can even go back a little bit further and, and talk about how I would even say maybe that fed into the, the destruction of my body over the course of years and years. Uh, and that led me down a whole rabbit hole. But, you know, here I am today, and I, and I, and I would say that I really enjoy training. You know, although I probably struggle to get into the gym and to move my body and to do these things, I mean, from the, the amount of clients that we see and my teams and you know, trying to be dad. I mean, shoot, just last night here in Washington, there's like windstorms every five minutes. And just last night, there's this crazy windstorm and we're outside and <laughs> the wind is like blowing over our, our, our little batten net that we hit into because I'm coaching youth baseball now. And it's like blowing like all crazy into the net. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're out there trying to practice and, and, you know, trying to practice with wind and, and, and throwing baseballs and, and, you know, fly balls and all these different things with the wind and the weather it just didn't go very well. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I digress all, with all these crazy things going on all the time. It just find myself really hard to train, but I will tell you that through this thinking athlete concept, I've really found myself back to enjoying working out again. So I'll kind of go into it a little bit and just think of how, you know, what this kind of came from. So, uh, a thinking athlete is essentially what allows you to, um, I really think it allows you to break into new levels of technique and movement quality. Um, uh, and it, you, you do this every day to learn in the gym, right? And you apply these lessons to, you know, all other parts of your life as well. So, you know, there's, there's, there's so much more available in training just beyond doing, like I said, you know, I used to do like doing workouts like a robot. Uh, so today I essentially want to give you some actionable steps. I don't even know how long this will go, but, uh, I wanted to just give you some actionable things because they're really like. I used to think that this was a type of show that I would want to have like hours and hours of, 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 you know, content for you guys. And I think that's cool, but it's also, I also understand that a lot of people will listen to this in a car for, you know, 10 or 15 minute drive to and from work or wherever you're going. So I just want to give you some things that you can get in here, uh, you know, decipher the information and then get on about your day. So I'm going to give you some steps and, and, and you know, something for me with coaching is like, I, I really learned the most through question, right? So I, I want to leave you guys with some questions that you can ask yourself every day 
in the gym or maybe before that you can, you know, you can deepen <clears throat> your connection to your fitness. And then I really believe, like I said, this is the secret, right? It allows you to progress faster and to appreciate your progress that much more. So, uh, so let, let's just kind of go through what, you know, like what being a thinking athlete is, right? So a thinking athlete and, and like, you know, some will argue that like, no, we're not all athletes, but, uh, you know, I really think like if you're going to the gym and you're moving your body and stuff and, and going through, you know, ranges of motion and trying to express your fitness, I think it's, it's okay to call yourself an athlete. So, you know, the, the crowd out there that says that you shouldn't, I'm going to politely disagree because I, I know where you're going with it. But at the end of the day, we're all athletes, we're all moving our body. And I just think that's okay. So, so being a thinking athlete. Um, so the first concept here is that you care to know why the why behind your training. Right. So that, this is super important. Like I really encourage my clients to ask me questions every single week. Ask me questions. What do you need? What can I do more for you? One of my favorite things to ask my clients is like, you know, how can I be a better coach to you? What can I what kind of ed education can I give to you? Because when you know the why behind your training, it's easier to stick to it. And really, at the end of the day, the training program that you stick to is the one that is going to give you the best results. So when you are constantly seeking the why behind your training. That's both like for your own mental state too. Like, why are you doing something? Why is your coach giving you something? Why, you know, if you write your own program, like why did you write that program? All these pieces of the puzzle are super, super important. So um, I think part of being a thinking athlete is you always wanna know the why behind your training. So question everything. Go into everything with the, you know, the white belt mentality of like, you know, we can always look to learn. And especially when you're, you know, whatever application of fitness that you do to your body. So the second piece of being a thinking athlete is that uh, you use your fitness for mental and emotional growth, not just physical. Check that again. Your fitness for mental and emotional growth, not just the physical. I think that fitness for people who treat it just as physical, like the physical concepts, it's all good and fine. But I just think like you really, really get more out of your training when you think of it as more of like expression of your body and your mind. Right. So, you know, moving your body through like it's a gift. Right. Like a lot of people that there's a lot of people in the world that can't do certain things. Right. So when you really think of it as like it, coming into the gym is something that is both mental and emotional growth and not just physical. It allows you to get more out of your training. So the next one that I, I really think applies in this this, you know, this whole thinking athlete concept is that you embrace the nuances of training and appreciate the depth of a well-crafted workout get that again a well-crafted workout there's a lot of garbage out there guys there's a lot of garbage and if you want to know how to do this on your own you can actually there's a couple episodes i recorded i don't know maybe a year ago where i went into basically principles and concepts inside of program design so you can go back and listen to that i probably need to record another one and, and i got something pretty exciting on the uh pretty exciting coming out in the future but i'm going to go into uh, I, we'll, we'll talk more about that later, but <clears throat> I'll go more into depth about, you know, well-crafted workout, but I just think well-crafted workouts for people are ones that pay attention to principles, right? Pay attention to where a person is in their fitness journey, their, their lifestyle, <clears throat> their specific goals. Um, and then not just a bunch of stuff thrown together, right? But elegantly putting together movement patterns and rep schemes and volume and intensities and rest periods and you know varying intensities throughout the week that is a well-crafted workout and if you you know if your coach listening to this that's something that you should always be trying to give to your clients 
and you should teach them why that's such a beautiful thing guys it's so beautiful oh my goodness they should really appreciate that and and, and you know i basically hit my clients over the head with it because i really want them to get into that and then the last piece of, of being a thinking athlete is that um you grow your knowledge base alongside right you grow your no your knowledge base for both your aerobic anaerobic and your strength right knowledge right knowing more about these things just so important it's so important to know these things because again like the more you understand training the more you understand what you do um gosh it's so much you get so much more out of your training when you're like oh wow like oh man like you know oh my gosh he, this is a lower body day i can totally tell just based off of his exercise that he's using and like oh man like i, I felt tired in that workout but i wasn't like gas that was probably an aerobic training piece right like it's it's amazing when you can understand these things and you can understand like oh wow like i'm in a strength phase because i want this oh he's using these rep schemes and these intensities and these movements oh wow that's amazing like you can get excited about your training again right and it's something that i really want you guys to think about so just kind of briefly review here so uh, being a thinking athlete is you you care to know the why behind your training you use your fitness for mental and emotional growth not just your physical you embrace the nuances of training and appreciate the depth as well or i'm sorry you appreciate the depth of a well-crafted workout and you grow your knowledge base alongside all of the different pieces of fitness your anaerobic system your aerobic system and your strength systems right so all super important for a, a thinking athlete to really think about right now so, so like why does this matter right like why you know i told you what it is or like why does it matter right so I just think it matters because you can start to be like enter into the process of becoming a more intuitive person, right? You can start to connect, right? You can start to connect to your training on a deeper level and really get more out of it and, and start to make, start to know that every session is for something. You'll start to look at your training in a whole new way and like really start to appreciate like the, 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 the outcomes that you're chasing and understand how this these these different pieces work together and then you start to love training again right i say that again love it like how many people just look at training as like it's a time for them to beat the snot out of their body right versus like oh man like you know it's one thing to walk out of the gym and just feel completely trashed every day versus walking out of the gym and feeling like man like it just feels good my muscles feel good i felt strong i expressed my fitness during that time in the gym today right so you start to really love your training and you learn how to teach yourself to overcome obstacles, both inside and outside the gym. I mean, if you've ever done a 10 rep max back squat set before, like the, the coming to Jesus moment that you have at like rep seven or eight as you're pushing to that 10 is pretty crazy. I mean, you're thinking all kinds of crazy thoughts about how am I going to get through this again? Your legs are burning, you're tired, you're sweaty, your arms are probably asleep because the, the bar has been on your back for so long right and then you rack that thing after you're 10 and you feel like you accomplish something and then when you get home that day and your kids are acting off the hook you don't really feel so you know you can handle it just a little bit better because mentally you just handle some things right so you know with all that like handling difficult obstacles right you get greater awareness and and just you can navigate all these different challenges with better like it's just it becomes easier for you right and then we got to remember that winning the 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 health and fitness game with our body is all about being consistent and i think that when you're a thinking athlete it's so much more like it's a lot easier to uh it's a lot easier to stick to it right and, and we know that adherence what will you stick to um 
what you stick to is the workout program that's going to give you the most success, right? So it, all those things are why, right? So every time you go in the gym, start to think about, like, start to start to know that being a thinking athlete is going to deliver you to your results a little bit faster. So not just going in and numbing out and just starting to do things, but really starting to go through it. So I, I want to kind of, you know, if you if you if you're listening to this in your car, maybe just try to take mental note and answer answer these questions as I, as I go through it. But uh, I want to teach you guys how, um, you know, like a five step process that I have here of how to be more of a thinking athlete. So we'll go through these in sections and I got them numbered out for you. And um, if you guys haven't joined my newsletter, you can actually go to because I'm going to put this out in a newsletter as well. But you can actually go check me out on Instagram. I am at Coach Cody Smith. And then if you click my link in my bio, you can actually subscribe to my newsletter. And if you subscribe there, what I'll do is I'll actually send these out to you guys so you can have them. And you maybe pull these out and just kind of take some time to go through this. Right. So the, the first pick, the first piece of like how to become more of a thinking athlete is to establish a, you know, a greater mind muscle connection, right? So I want you guys to start thinking quality over quantity starts with just simple recognition, right? So first two questions you can ask yourself. So what muscles can you feel working right now? Right? This is when you're in the gym, right? You're doing certain things. Like, what are you feeling? If you're doing a, you know, if you're doing a half kneeling, you know, landmine barbell press, what are you feeling working? Your shoulders, maybe your triceps, maybe a little bit of trap, maybe your core is working to hold you in line, right? What muscles can you feel working right now or during exercise? Did you, and the second question, did you even notice what muscles were working, right? Because if you didn't, this is your opportunity to deepen your mind-muscle connection, right? And guess what happens when you connect your mind to your muscle? it's likely that you're gonna get a more precise contraction in that muscle group, right? So first step, establish a deeper mind-muscle connection, right? We want quality over quantity, right? And that starts with recognizing certain things. So first question was, what muscles can you feel working right now? You can ask yourself that during an exercise. And then the second thing is, did you even notice that, did you even notice what muscles were working? So second piece of how to be a, more of a thinking athlete is to establish a, an emotional connection to your training. Right. You don't have to be like on this crazy, you know, uh, emotional roller coaster with your fitness. But um, I do want you to try to connect to your training. Right. So uh, one, you know, one question is an example could be like, why does a certain lift excite you? Right. Like some people really love the deadlift. Some people really love the squat. Some people love pull ups. Some people love assault bike. You're a psycho if you do. Some people love running. Right? Like why do certain lift or certain exercises excite you? Right. Start to connect that inside of your mind. Next question could be, why does a missed lift get you down, right? So if you don't, if you're not able to execute at a certain lift, what is that connection that, or what is that issue in your mind that you're having, right? It, it could go pretty deep if you really look at it. Like you could be missing a back squat and, you know, you could be failing in your life in, in certain aspects, you know, I'm just going to throw some out there there, right? Maybe like, you know, maybe you feel you're failing as a parent or in your nutrition or as a in your profession, right? And then you miss this lift. It's crazy how, how quickly your mind will associate the expression that you're doing inside of the gym with that. I mean, there's multiple times inside my gym that I can think of right now where I've had clients that would just break out and cry during a particular hard workout or something like that. And maybe to me as their coach or to whomever had programmed for them, um, maybe the workout actually wasn't hard and they're just, they're, they, they're, they're just having an emotional breakdown that is triggered by missing a lift. Right. And then the last question you can ask is, why are you attaching emotions to your workouts? 
right? Why are you attaching emotions to that workout? Could it be lack of identity? Could it be lack of purpose? I mean, there's so many different things that that question kind of circles around in my mind when I when when uh, I wrote that down for the first time. So once you've worked on your emotional connection to training, then you're going to move on to understanding movement pairing, right? So being a thinking athlete and understanding how things go together is so amazing. Like, it's so great to understand, like, you know, the the like just the the beauty and like how a pushing and a pulling pattern feels together or how a single leg exercise with a core exercise feels or how running with you know an explosive dynamic movement like a power clean like how that feels and why it feels that way it's it's like it's amazing to really think about that right and this is why like an expression of movement is is just such an amazing thing to create awareness around so understanding the different like modalities in training and how they produce different variables really like understanding that that really starts to impact a person so here's a couple questions you can ask yourself right so how do certain movements complement one another right so if you're doing a kettlebell swing and some rowing and then resting like what do those certain patterns do to your body right what do what muscles are they fatiguing are you using the same muscles over and over again right why how do certain movements complement one another right and the next question could be why were these two movements so difficult together, right? If you've ever done, you know, if you're if you're a CrossFitter and you've ever done a workout like Fran, that thruster, right? That horizontal, that squat pattern with the horizontal, I'm sorry, the vertical push, with that dynamic vertical pull up, that is an extremely different, difficult workout, and it, and it's a weird thing because I, I mean, we could. This is for probably for another podcast, but there's a there's a certain thing called local fatiguing movements, and there's a certain thing called global fatiguing movements. So a local fatiguing movement is like it's localized to like certain muscle groups, right? Whereas certain movements like a kipping pull up or like a thruster are global fatiguing movements, meaning they fatigue the entire system, your entire body, your legs, your arms, all these different things are getting fatigued at the same time. So when you put those two movements together. You're, you're experiencing a global fatigue and that is extremely difficult. So when you're doing certain movements and you feel just, you know, an immense amount of fatigue, why is that happening, right? And when you start to understand that, it really starts to make you think more about your workouts and, your, and, and, and what types of things you're experiencing. Next one I want you to start thinking about, another section here is habits and patterns. Some patterns are useful and some are holding us back. Investigate the differences, right? So. And this is where you start to, to, to notice things inside of your exercises, right? So like, you know, let's say, for instance, you're doing a hinging pattern, right? Like what direction does your body like to turn to when you do, you know, a deadlift exercise, right? Do you have like a certain twist? Do your hips shift from side to side? Why, right? Is it, is it, a, is it a habit that you have set yourself up and done these different things? Is it specific to that pattern, right? And here's another cool question, like which hand... Do you always grab the barbell with first, right? And let's stick with the deadlift example. When you walk up, do you grab with your left hand more than your right? Do you grab with your right more than your left? Do you go with an over-under grip? Do you use a hook grip or not, right? Why? Why do these things happen, right? You start to really understand certain things when you start to think about these, right? And then when you fail a particular repetition, which side tends to go first? If you're squatting and you feel your left leg go out before your right, why does that happen, Right? Does that happen in other exercises? Do you feel you failing you failing on the left side during your lunging patterns too? Then we can start that. Then you can start to mentally identify like, you know, is it the hamstrings? Is it your glutes? Is it your quads? All these things. Start to think about that. When you fail, which ex, which side tends to get tired? I'm sorry, 
tends to fail first. All right, so next one, training design, guys. Training design, starting to think more about these things, right? You, it is your responsibility to advocate for yourself as well, right? If you're coached by me, I'm gonna tell you why, and I'm gonna tell you about training design, I'm gonna teach you, right? But so much lies in the program, and I really want you guys to really try to tune into that, right? And, and this goes back, you start to answer some questions again, right? Like why are movements being patterned or being put together, right? Why is coach putting a push and a pull? If your coach is doing a pull, a pull, and a pull, why? What type of split are you on, right? If your coach is doing multiple squat days in a week, why? right you can really start to understand on a deeper level and it's just so important guys you have to think about it right why did you feel so good at the start of your workout right why did you feel so good at the start of the workout with strength and finish with conditioning why do we do that i can tell you why a good coach is going to tell you why a good coach is going to educate you and is going to tell you why that's important right and you know if you think about it like you don't want to try to lift after you're fatigued so doing it after right so understanding training design, guys, so important, so important. Oh, my gosh, and if I'm your coach, I'm going to tell you all of these things. I have to. <laughs> it's like my moral responsibility to educate you and understand the beauty. Like, the, the, like, like I, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and I was like going on a rant about how other, other gyms pay, you know, certain companies for programming and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, guys, like our program is our art, right? It's like your artwork that you deliver. It's your service, right? Some would argue that, like, you know, it's the coaching of the program. But I disagree. Like, the, the, the delivery, the product is your programming. And the service that goes along with that is your coaching, right? So understanding tra training design. If you're, if you're, you know, a thinking person, if you're a thinking athlete, got to understand program design on a little bit deeper level, okay? And the last thing is understanding efficiency, right? Become a better mover faster, right? Questions you can ask yourself. When you start to fatigue, I started to do blank with my shoulders, right? You start to notice where you're losing efficiency at, right? I want you to create noticing inside of your training, right? Start to notice these things. Take note. You know, if you're if you're being coached, take a note for your coach. Let them know. Hey, coach, I got fatigued in my shoulders during X exercise. You know, it was paired with this. Okay, cool. Maybe the pushing and the pulling pattern together. I don't know why I'm using that example over and over again, but maybe that pushing and that pulling pattern together is fatiguing you out. Maybe we need to work on that. We need to get you more efficient, right? When you do an exercise, ask yourself, was that way or this way more efficient, right? Maybe you do, as an example, sticking with like a CrossFit example here, if you're doing a thruster, was it more, did you feel more efficient with your thumb off the bar, like wrapped around like a monkey grip? Or did it feel more comfortable with your thumb wrapped around the bar? right? Which way is more efficient with you, for you? Not some blog that you read online, not because, you know, this CrossFit Games athlete or this bodybuilder told you to hold it a certain way. How does it feel to you, right? Which way is more efficient for you? And then ask yourself, should I have continued to do it that way from the beginning, right? If you're doing an exercise and something feels off and you feel less efficient, should you have done it from the beginning? And if you realize that you shouldn't have, what rep should you have connected? What rep should you have corrected? Which part of that workout should you have corrected? This can go with your, your, your resistance training or your conditioning. So many pieces of the puzzle here, guys. So if you need to, go ahead and hit that back 15 seconds button a couple times and get back to the beginning of the, all these questions. I don't, I don't know that I'm going to read them off again, but go through, guys. Go through, ask yourself these questions. Write them down. Start to ask yourself all the time. Get a deeper understanding of your training. Oh, my goodness, it's so important to get better results and to stay dialed into your program longer. Right. Try doing, you know, try doing certain exercises with your eyes closed. It feels amazing. Right. You can really actually like feel the muscle contraction happening versus being pulled off. Maybe leave your phone in your car 
or in your office or in your backpack, right? Allow you to tune into your training for the day. All right. So hope this helped you guys out. Um, again, go back, listen to it, take notes, write those questions down, ask yourself that really start to get more out of your training um, and, and start to become more of a thinking athlete. Now, before I go, do me a favor. I want you to go ahead and take a screenshot on your phone, and I want you to tag me in it. I am at Coach Cody Smith. I always ask you guys to do that because it's really impactful to see that. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. You know, I started this podcast a couple years ago, and it, and it just kind of sat there, and, you know, it started off as just something I would do for my gym members. And then over the past couple of years, it's really grown into something that's pretty amazing. I mean, I get messages all the time and, and people sharing it all the time, and, it, and it's totally cool that people want to listen to me in their car or you know in the morning when they're making breakfast or while they're jogging or exercising and it's super humbling and it's awesome Um, and and i love that and it reminds me why it's important for me to take the time to record these shows even when i'm tired even when there's baseball practice and flag football practice and and kids and all these things going on and, and gym growth and clients and all these things but it's it's just nice to know that people are getting impacted from it so again take that screenshot on your phone dump it into your instagram story tag me in it and uh We'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show today. I know that your time is valuable and I appreciate every minute that you spent with me. If you're new to the show, make sure to hit that subscribe button and to give us a rating and review. This is how we grow the show and make it even more impactful to people that listen to it. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram where I post daily motivational content, free training and nutritional information daily. Lastly, if you've been listening to the show for a while and you're thinking about working with me and my team, go ahead and email me at cody at virtuousfit.com and I'll see you on the next episode.